three, two. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So, uh, Please uh, continue to listen to us throughout the week. Action, action-packed week we have this uh, this week. Uh, Monday we discussed the uh, uh, Olympians and uh, bringing burner phones to the Olympics. Uh, Tuesday we discussed uh, the Department of uh, Homeland Security and uh, a new cybersecurity review board that's being stood up. Uh, Wednesday we go into discussion about a social media platform that fired their entire IT and cybersecurity department uh, and how we feel about that and the ramifications that could take place. Uh, Thursday, please tune in. Uh, I had an, uh, an interview with uh, Alex uh, Warsham, a uh, uh, gentleman who is in uh, IT and looking to switch over to cybersecurity uh, in the future. So we have a good 45-minute discussion about that. And then uh, Fridays, as you all know, or I'm going to make you aware, uh, we talk about everything else. So talk about uh, video games, movies, books, whatever we've been doing this week to unwind. Um, is the, the purpose of this episode. So definitely tune in throughout the week for all, all that goodness. Uh, but without further ado, how's everybody's week? Well, mine's, mine's been pretty good. It's been a pretty chill week for me. I've uh, been home mostly doing uh, work from home, uh, but also got a chance to check out, check out the latest like Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Um, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but they might as well start calling it the Book of uh, Mandalorian. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the uh, <laughs> had a chance to I finished off like a Yakuza four, and I'm on Yakuza five now, playing some of that on the Xbox. And then actually, I, I, I booted up the PS five. I played some uh, Valhalla. Oh, uh, finally, finally yeah. booted up Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean all the it's patches. Like, <laughs> I know it took like ten hours for it to the look the, the boot up and download the patches. No. Actually, I keep mine in like in uh, like the sleep mode, so I think it kind of downloads all the patches on the on the back end. But uh, okay, um, but yeah, I played some of that. That was actually pretty fun. Um, nice little like intro. Uh, you know, the story starts off and it's got. I don't reveal any of the story, but it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, so far, it's been pretty pretty enjoyable. Um, and I hadn't really played any of the Assassin's Creed games before this, so um, this is kind of like my okay. first time getting into that that uh, that genre that that. Uh, um, uh, to that yeah that it's, it's changed a lot yeah it's changed a yeah. lot uh yeah i think the last one i played was two <laughs> assassin's creed oh two. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've always heard such good things about them i mean they have a big following they have i don't know probably have like 20 different Assassin's creed games out there it seems like they have one like yeah. every every year or so but uh yeah man enjoying that um i watched uh ozark the i watched the most recent season uh got the okay the, I guess they have it split into two different parts. So the first part was like seven episodes. So watch that. And then uh, I guess the next part, I don't know when the next part's coming out, but I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. See how it uh, concludes. Cause I think this is the final season. And then uh, what else? Uh, I checked out, I watched like the first three episodes, I think of the, uh, we are all, we are all dead. The Korean flick oh, okay. a zombie joint. Yeah. And it's, it's, so far, it's pretty typical. It's pretty like a typical zombie. I'd say there's nothing like uh, earth shattering or nothing like, you know, oh, you've never seen this before type type thing. Right. Uh, it's not like a train to the, the Busan. <laughs> they actually reference right. that in the, in the show. <laughs> like, is this like train to Busan? What's going on? 
<laughs> so it's kind of funny. It's kind of like a little, uh, I don't know, uh, multiverse there. What do you want to call it? But um, yeah, enjoying some of that. And um, the wife and I actually, today we watched, it's like a, on HBO Max, it's like a Harry Potter 20 year anniversary thing. She's a big Harry Potter oh, okay. fan. So we, uh, we actually checked that out, you know, and I, I watched them with her. I'm not like a big, you know, diehard or you know, big follower of uh, the Harry Potter films, but we watched them together because she wanted to introduce them to me. I was like, okay, wh- whatever. We'll watch, you know, all nine of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're fun to watch. They're really just like, you know, wizardry and all that kind of kind of stuff. What are you going to say, Shannon? Get some thoughts on that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not that. So like, I've never seen any of the Harry Potter stuff, right? But yeah. this is... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna sound like I don't love my wife, which is not the case. But like, How dare you? Yeah. I've been I've been married long enough to where I'll say no to stuff that I just don't want to watch anymore. Like I'm not watching that with you. You know what I mean? Mm. Like this is mm-hmm. you are so very much in love with your wife, and you were you know what I mean? like yeah, right. I know right. you have not been married as long as I have. I know. Right? So I'm like, look, I, I ain't watching. I ain't about to watch. Like, especially with Harry Potter, because those things are like over two hours, aren't they? So right. I think so. Like, yeah. Like yeah. 20 plus odd hours of it. I'm like, well, right. I don't know. I don't yeah. Like, hey, look, yeah. It is what it is. is, this, is are we calling the, are we calling a lawyer? Like, what's going on here? I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you, man. Good for you. That's how you, that's how you keep the relationship strong. Levine. Right. Like, that's right. I uh, no. Hey, I, I see. I see where, uh, you know, I see I love my wife much more than, uh, uh, Shannon yeah, say, say, it. Say, it. say it. That might be Joking. true. I don't know. <laughs> I'm willing to do more for my wife than Shannon is. <laughs> yeah, baby, I watch those movies, but yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's all good. I totally understand. It's kind of like uh, I'm, I'm like that on certain things too. I won't like watch all kinds of um, random. So I kind of wanted to know a little bit more about Harry Potter. There's a lot. It's a big following, and people talk about it all the time on the on interweb. So I was like, I might as well watch them and see what they're all about. Um, and I think I kind of did the same thing with the Lord of the Rings back in the day uh, when that came out. And that was like the big thing. And it was like three hour long movies and stuff like that. I was like, oh, let me see what Lord of the Rings is about. I'm not really big into like medieval wizardry, like kind of like elf and like mages type stuff. Uh, I'm more into like, I don't know, thrillers and sci-fi and like um, right. action, martial arts type stuff, uh, anime, stuff like that. So, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll check it out just to, to get to know a little bit about it and see if there's something that piques my interest. Uh, but yeah, but I guess with that, what, what about you, Shannon? How was your week? Man, you know, I can't, I can't complain, man. I did, I did a lot more TV watching this week. So I don't know if you guys saw uh, Amazon Prime has a new series, Reacher Out, about the Jack Reacher series. I didn't watch it though. It's not bad, man. So like if, if you ever, uh, I've, I've heard from people that like followed the series, Lee, Lee Childs, I think is the writer. So like Tom Cruise, as good as the, an actor as he may be, you know, depending on your opinion, like he's not Jack Reacher, you know, from the books, right? Like Jack Reacher is like six foot four, 250 pounds. And they found a guy that's six foot four, 250 pounds. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the, for the series, yeah. yeah, he is a huge, <laughs> he is a mountain of a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like um, the fighting like and everything that he does. Yeah, like the fighting and everything that he does. Like it's got some good scenes in here, man. A lot of bones cracking and eyes gouged okay. and stuff like that. So I was like, okay. Like I watched, I watched the whole series, eight episodes, I think it was. Oh wow! Marathon it, okay, okay. Marathon. Marathoned it, man. I was like, oh, it must man, be good. Yeah, that. yeah. For for Shannon to watch all eight, <laughs> for marathon it, marathon it. At that, I mean, it, what? It, it it has it has its, its highs and lows, right? Um, but 
No, it's it's not a bad series, uh, Reacher. Um, I actually started watching Peacemaker too, Ryan. And you know, it's not oh that, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> like the sense of, the sense of humor is very weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to like that sense of humor. But no, it's it's not that bad. I'm I'm caught up on that one too, actually. Um, oh, so I'm 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 one behind. I did not watch last okay. Thursdays. Uh, so I'm okay. I'm watching that today. I'm watching that today though. No, it's 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 not a bad series, man. I like it. So I'm curious where they're gonna go. I'm like, ooh. I guess I'm about to hit the fan now, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting series. Uh, what else did I watch? Uh, watch something else. Uh, oh, Boba Fett. I did watch Boba Fett. And yeah, you you went dead on with that, LeVon. That should be called the Book of Mandalorian <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? Like, what is right. what is going on here? Like, I know some people I work with, they were, they were very much, um, they loved this last episode that came this this last week. And I do. I'm. I'm not very much into it. Like I haven't watched all the other Star Wars stuff, so I know that some of the characters that showed up were from some of the other stuff that's come out, right? But I've just never watched it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, it's just kind of like, oh, I don't know who this person is. You know what I mean? They just strolled mm-hmm. up in here. I don't know who that is. Um, right. Like I have to look it up and be like, oh, okay, well that's who that is. But I never came across them before. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's not bad. Um, the the righteous gemstones is another one on hbo max it's got danny mcbride john goodman yeah uh yeah that okay. I've, I've been told to watch it i've not yeah. i haven't watched it yet though <laughs> so you gotta you gotta be careful right so like if it's i i will put this disclaimer out there if there's someone out there who's like really really big into their religion and holds their religion near and dear to them do not watch this show <laughs> right so it's kind of like so like if you know the story if you kind of know the story of like uh Jim and Tammy Faye Baker or uh, or the Swaggerts, you know, these big televangelists that got rich, you know what I mean? Putting mm. putting church on TV. They're kind of they're kind of parodying that a little bit. <laughs> you know mm, what I mean? Okay. So it's 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 an interesting series that's just like, wow, that's that's crazy, man. But um I'm caught up on that. Um I watched uh, I continued watching Insecure. I don't know if you ever seen Insecure with uh, yeah. uh Issa Rae. Um, I started watching, uh, started watching the fourth season of that, or, or, or continued the fourth season of that. Um, I like that series; it's kind of funny to me. Um, some of the stuff that goes on, I'm like, "Ooh, that's rough." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's rough, yeah. But um, yeah, but this was this, so. This was the last season. I think it was the the last season for that series. Yeah, um, finale. Yeah, so I I got like three episodes left until I finished that. But no, I did a lot of watching. I did a lot of watching of TV this week. You know what I mean? Hmm. So yeah, just with you, uh, 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 marathon and Reacher, that's like unheard of. I'm just like, I'm still like surprised, shocked by that one. <laughs> yeah, man, look, it just it just came out Friday, I think, right? Yeah. So oh Friday, man, yeah. in two days. So that's like overnight. That's like a one day like marathon, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was pretty much done in less than 24 hours. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely oh. got to add it to the list. Uh, yeah, um, if, if if Shannon's uh, marathon, then I have to put right, it on my list. Right, <laughs> right. It's, it's just all action. There's absolutely no story. This is right. no. Let me, not, let me not say that. Let me not say that. There are, there are, there are some spots where they gotta. There's some spots where they gotta tell a story, right? And I'm like, oh, but then they go back yeah. crunching, crunching bones and whatnot. And I'm like, crunching oh, bones. Shoot, shoot, <laughs> off some guns and whatnot. I'm like, all right, I'm off with that. You know. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, I didn't get anything uh, down. Like media wise, this this like work week, man. It, I've been slammed with work all week long. 
but uh i i did like last night i started watching um uh, barbershop uh uninterrupted on hbo where they put a bunch of people together um like I, the first episode i watched was uh tom brady um kid cuddy and who else was in the chair um a uh, female comedian i can't remember her name this is the um, this is the it, lebron show Bar- yes lebron show really mm-hmm. oh okay yeah. Uh, so like, uh, I think it's on season four and they have various amounts of, of episodes because of COVID. So like season three only had three episodes. Um, but season four, I think has six episodes. So, but I'm not watching it in order because it, it doesn't matter. Right. So I'm just picking the ones I, I, I feel like laughing today. So like I watched the one with Kevin Hart last night. It was Kevin Hart, Kevin Love, uh, Charlemagne and God, Gronk, <laughs> Gronkowski, uh, <laughs> And had them all talking. I think Kevin Hart was like super drunk. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but it was a good episode. Like, uh, so I watched that one. I watched the Tom Brady one uh, because there was a, I was watching, like I was reading a, new, a news article where they finally figured out, like there was a comment that he made on the show and they think they figured out who he was talking about. He just called the person an MFer, <laughs> And they think it's Ryan Fitz, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick <laughs> from the Dolphins because none of the pieces are falling in line. Uh, he was joking, but he was basically like, I, I was uh, in talks with a bunch of teams and this one team kept that and they said the, you know, reference the, the curse word <laughs> and everybody started laughing. So now they think it was the Dolphins, like the Dolphins snubbed Tom Brady. <laughs> um, so that's what made me watch the episode. And then I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, I like this formula of getting all these people together who are, are similar, but dissimilar at the same time. And just talking about like for him, you know, they talked about, um, it was uh, Draymond. So it was him and Draymond and uh, the female comedian and I can't remember who the other person was, but it was the, the juxtaposition between uh, Draymond says whatever he wants to say, he gets fined for it versus Tom Brady, who is very poster boy. And in it, he talks about it. He was like, he was like 90% of the stuff I say in those interviews, I do not believe. He <laughs> hmm. was like, he was like, I cannot speak my mind. I feel obligated. And like, he goes into it. I was just like, wow. Okay. That's some, you know, and he, and he references, this was the past season, he references retirement because they were like, yeah, 21 seasons, you're the GOAT, is, is it ever going to stop? And he was like, it's going to stop. He was like, I, I can't play at this, at this level for the rest of my life. Chelsea, so like, okay. Chelsea, yes. Yep. And they talk, because she goes into the media because they were like, well, you're, you're media now, right? As, as well as a comedian, like, how do you feel about Naomi Osaka, uh, uh, leaving the Wimbledon because of the, you know, media and mental health and all that stuff. And they go into a great conversation about it. So it's actually pretty good. So I, w- I would recommend it. Uh, mm. You don't have to know everybody who's, who's there. Cause like one had, um, it was Don Cheeto, um, Travis Scott, um, Pharrell. And there's a bunch of other people in there too, but it's just like, you could you could have somebody in the room that you don't know, but it's always a, a good, interesting uh, conversation. But once they start breaking down what they do and so, uh, so addressing Lon- the topics, Lonzo Ball, Don Cheadle, DeAndre Hopkins, Jimmy Ivey. Yeah. Oh, the record guy, Jimmy Ivey. Yeah, Boyle. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, uh, really, Jimmy Ivey? Yeah. Oh, you you know, <laughs> know you know Jimmy Ivey's work. You know from the labels, right? Well. Right. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen, Travis Scott, and Pharrell Williams. <clears throat> yeah. And they they go into they get into a conversation about racism that's actually pretty good and it's funny uh, Seth Rogen's interpretation because he's Canadian but he's like I lived here for a long time yeah. <laughs> and, he was, and they go into it uh, about uh, just how F, like uh, NCAA rules and uh, 
athletes having to um, uh, get the money as quickly as possible for, for, and forego the education and they have nothing to fall back on. Like, it's really good. It's a really good conversation. Um, and LeBron just pops up. Especially when he with Le- he's like, he's like, it's my show. <laughs> Especially with LeBron. That's, a, that's an interesting conversation to have with LeBron because he came right out of high school, right? Yeah, he, he talks about far, it. As far as yeah. I know, he has not he has not gone back to college, but his situation is a little bit different, right? Because like when he came out, like it was kind of known that he was the chosen one, right? So yeah. when he came out, he not only came out and played basketball, he had a $90 million Nike contract. Yeah. Came out before mm-hmm. he even dribbled a ball. You know what I mean? So like for him, it's like, well, if you run through 90 million, granted, you got your taxes and all that, right? Like yeah. you deserve to be where you're at after that. But now we're 19 years later. Now, when they filmed this show, it was probably 17 years or so. Because I think that was 2019. That one came out. So I'm yeah. looking at May 5th, 2019. But at this point, he's he at that point, he was 17 years in the league, made hundreds of millions of dollars, and is trying to be a billionaire, right? Like, yeah. I doubt he's going to go through all that, right? But um, yeah, that is that is an interesting topic to broach with him there right because he could speak directly to that like i didn't go to yeah college. And, he, and he does because because they're talking about they're referencing zion about it like is it a good idea for him to, to come right out and like lebron was like yes <laughs> absolutely and they go into like because not was the whole thing was like he's foregoing his education like he's like i get it he was like you have to like not only uh is he skillful but he he has uh a short a shelf life for, for it was like yeah you have to you you have to utilize your physique uh while you have it right on top of your skill set but it's just a shame that, you know, African-American uh, uh, athletes have to do that. Like they have to strive for the, uh, the, the, to get on the big stage before getting their education. LeBron was like, I'm still not a college graduate. He like, you put it out there. Cause somebody was like, I forget. Somebody said like, I'm the first to go to college or I'm the second to go to college. He was like, I still, he was like, I still have a degree. Like, yeah, I have to utilize what, what I have, uh, you know, while, while it's still good. So it's interesting. Like I, I really, I, I'm really enjoying the show. I, I saw advertisements for it, but I was like, man, because I'm not. I, I, I watch sports, but I don't enjoy the the personal lives of athletes. Like it doesn't really do it for me, um, unless they're like, if they're doing something positive. But like all the drama and whatnot, like I don't, I don't even know about all the the, the triple B, the big brawler brand stuff until I watched this, and then I had to go back and start uh, googling to figure out what happened, because I I tune all that out. Like I'm just like I don't care. Like, what are you doing on the court? Did they address that? <laughs> are you there? Address that with Lonzo Ball on there? He does. Yeah, but wow. but not. I had to still do research. Like they they talk about it as because it just happened on the show. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it was in the media at the time, so they address it or at least parts of it are being addressed. But I still had to go and find out what what the rest of the story is. Um, but. It's it's a really good show. It, it, it makes me uh, it makes me do a little bit of googling, right? Like, who is this person? Why do I why do I care about what they're saying? Type situation because um, they had such a good conversation. I'm just like, oh, you know, I want to know more about this person. Um, so I like it. And then uh, what else did I watch? I I started Ozark, so I'm on episode six or seven of the first uh, season. Really good. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm like, I'm I'm glad I'm glad. The 1,000th person told me to watch it. <laughs> uh, I, finally, right. I finally decided to pick it up. So, so I, I, I got to, yeah, episode seven. Uh, I'm going to watch Peacemaker today uh, so I can get caught up. Um, and there was something else um, I was supposed to add to my, my list. I think I talked about Swan Song. I watched that movie last week. So I think I talked about that yeah. really good movie. Um, well, yeah, I'm just trying to find a, another really good movie. Like, I want to watch a movie um, since I got to do nothing during the week. 
watch uh, a, a few more episodes of um, uh, The Shop, and then I want to actually watch a movie. Um, so I'm, I'm going to check to see what's on Netflix, see, see what, what's my appetite. Um, no games. I, I think I played like 30 minutes of Halo, really enjoy it, super addictive. I just can't, uh, I can't focus on it like I want to. Like I got I to have some, some more work stuff, and then I'm going to jump back into it uh, because... You do. You could do a lot of work and then die, and it, it'll be your mm. fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't. I shouldn't have rushed all those. All those. Uh, those brutes. Like that was, right. <laughs> that was not a. That was not a good idea. And then you guys got to do all the objectives you had done in that camp over again. You're like ah, or not all of them, but to wherever you, the checkpoint was. Right. 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 Yeah. It's like oh man. Yeah. But uh, pretty, it's yeah. it's always a good time. Yeah, it's always a good time. I'm really enjoying that. Um, I want to play my switch i looked at it the other day and i was like i i have not played you in five six months i was like i don't know where i left off in games i don't even know what the last thing i was playing but i was like but i want to play that so i got to figure out a way to integrate that into my to my my schedule um, i was talking to a friend about that recently too about the uh the switch and like you know obviously we also we were talking about all these acquisitions we talked about like i'm sure we even talked about the sony uh, uh bungee acquisition but talking about the microsoft and yeah um activision and then before that was the bethesda but uh i was wondering like i was, I was chatting with some friends like like what i wonder what nintendo thinks about all this acquisition stuff and like where they're like you know they're, they're pretty much like focused on their first party titles and like yeah. the marios and the, and then smash super smash rose and the zeldas and all that but also at the same time i'm like i man my, my switch hasn't really been getting much love lately i haven't really played the switch much at all uh, compared to right. the other two consoles and um, that's really been in my focus, but I wonder five, 10 years from now where Nintendo's going to be sitting in the, in the console wars or whatever, uh, especially if they don't have like a lot of, I don't know, exclusive titles. I mean, they have their, their, their specific titles, but if they have like anything besides that, besides their Zelda and the Mario right. games and Pokemon or whatever, um, where they'll be sitting at five or 10 years from now, because they can't come out with like, a, you know, I don't know they can, but a Mario game, every console that's just like so unique that's like it's it kind of blows everything else out the water. So, so where are they at right now when it comes to the console wars? Right, like are they third, second, first? No, they they were well. They're well, month to month, they're usually first. Really, when yeah. it comes to the seller consoles, the switch switches because uh, first you can find them more readily. We just got some. I, I saw a table at the um, at the store the other day that had like ten or twelve uh, switches on it. I've not seen an Xbox Series S since Christmas. And I've never seen a PS5, except for raffles. Like they'll get like one PS5 and they raffle it off. Um, so you can like from so from my point of view, you can still find a Switch. Um, but yeah, the console wise, console sales, like yeah, they're they're selling through the roof still. Like people are still buying Switches. That's interesting because I mean I just yeah. I don't I don't see them a lot out anywhere right but i mean like i don't know usually i see like little children like if you go out and whatnot which has admittedly not been a lot lately right but when you go out like you'll see little children like on their parents phone or something like that before i see them on a switch you know what i mean yeah i think it's the versatility right um for the most part and i don't know if kids are getting switches um and my kids only have one because of me, right? And I took it with me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I um, never see, I never see adults on them. I never see adults. I, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, um, I would say here, 
But again, because it's like we don't have them. So I see more people with switches and PCs than I see with the other consoles. Because you just they're not readily available unless they're bringing them in with them. You're not going to see them at the stores here. Uh, I saw a dude in the airport when I was coming back. He had a, a, a PS, PS5, but he bought it from the airport. So it was three times his value. It's like oh, a $1,200 PS5. You bought it at the airport? Bought it from the airport, yeah. They had, they had a wall of them at the airport, but they were running for like $1,200, $1,300 or something like that. Something ridiculous. What the hell? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were like... And he, and he went and he, yeah. went and he grabbed it off the shelf. He was like, all right, well, <laughs> this, this is what it's come down to. And he carried it on the plane with him. It's not worth it to me. I want to spend <laughs> yeah, that's, twice that's as much money. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's what that's, that's, especially for a PS5, though, Levon, because you just started yours up, right? Like I know, right? I just turned mine right on. Oh, first off, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I did li- literally like vacuum it off the other day, like I had a little, uh, vacuum brush thing. I was like, dang, this got some dust on this thing. Let me clean this off. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> but uh, but I was cleaning everything. I mean, I cleaned up the whole like entertainment center because it's all dusty and stuff, but. I did have to clean up the PS5 too. I was like, hey, let me get some of this dust off of here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think this, so I think stat wise, the Xbox is not that far behind the PS5 um, this generation. Like people thought it would, because well, they're selling two, two different SKUs, right? So like we don't know which Xboxes are being sold. Like most likely, the majority of people have, I've never seen an X in real life, never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've seen S's from time to time. Um, so they're saying that they're only a, a few million of, apart in this generation. Um, and they said switches, there was a point in time where switches, uh, the, the, it was like depleted, like you couldn't really find a switch, uh, but now they just dropped the OLED models. So like, there's another skew of switch and that I've never seen an OLED switch, never seen one in the store. Mm-hmm. So those are, must be selling like hotcakes or they're just low, low supply, high demand. Um, either way, like. Nintendo's like, as long as you buy them as quickly as we can make them. Same thing with the other console makers. They're like, they're not hurting. They're like, mm-hmm. as we make them, you buy them. So cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Even, even scalpers, like they, that's still money in their pocket, right? They're like, okay, you, you want to buy a warehouse full of uh, Xboxes and hope to resell them for, you know, more than their value? That's cool. Like, we'll take the, the, first, the first wave of money and then you probably will not be able to sell that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is what it is um but yeah everybody seems to be doing pretty pretty good um like your your uh, question though about five ten years from now i i honestly see the other platforms um holders like your your sony's your microsoft's like they're they're starting to see the long game the long game is subscription services and it's acquiring companies that can produce content whether on your platform or, or anywhere else right um i don't see nintendo doing it i think i think nintendo will be uh, a, a toy manufacturer for ever like i don't know because even nintendo on like the the uh, is it nintendo online or switch online it's not a robust service like you can't even talk to your friends through your switch like, you yeah. have to use you have to use the app on your phone like they're not they're just not focusing on it like i i think they should but yeah. they're just like we make zelda <laughs> and you will buy yeah. it and i will right with no questions asked like, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be the best game of the year. <laughs> I will purchase it. <laughs> but doesn't that keep, but doesn't that keep the cost low too? So like all those features that you want, it costs more money to put into production, yeah. right? So yeah, they would have to put more RAM in it and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More components. They have to pay more. They have to charge more for it. 
So maybe that's where they think they're winning, right? It's like, okay, for you're not going to pay $150 for this console. You're not going to pay $500 like you are for this one that is not mobile and cannot right. travel with you. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. And they usually turn a profit like almost almost on first run of manufacturing. They usually turn a profit. This is Nintendo's thing. Like we don't sell at a loss, except for the the Wii U. The Wii U did sell at a, a loss and it, it was a failure from their perspective, right? It only lasted like three years. And they, they were like, nope, moving on to the next. It just didn't capture like the Wii um, fan base like they thought it would. But the Wii, I think the Wii is still the the is it still the the uh, highest uh, sold console? Like I was looking. Are they at still it. number one? Uh, I think actually the I think the PS2 was actually um, is it the PS2 and then and then the Wii. So, well, uh, looking at this, I'm not sure how accurate this is. That this is from uh, Statista.com. Uh, I trust but it shows yeah it actually shows PS2 <laughs> a name like that <laughs> yeah yeah it actually looks like they're that's all they do statistics about different things but for uh, global unit sales of video game consoles as of June 2021 they have the PS2 then they have the Nintendo DS then they have the actual regular Game Boy then the PS4 uh, the that's regular- all time okay that's all time you said Game yeah. Boy like oh you went way yeah down. Game Boy yeah from, <laughs> yeah from all time since yeah that's back when I was okay. a youth. Back when I was a youth. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's, yeah. it's two two Sony consoles. When is when is the the Wii? Give, what what number is the, the Wii? Wii the Wii comes in at uh, number six, actually. Out of all. Oh, those. really? It's not in the top five. Well, I, I guess it would be top five consoles, like because you, it's a handheld. Yeah, if, you, if you're talking about handheld. Yeah, it's top oh. five console, but handheld like that's Nintendo what, DS and Game Boy are in that listing. Yeah, and that's what that's what will keep Nintendo alive forever. Nintendo will never. Uh, in my, in my, I, I don't believe Nintendo will ever have to worry about not being uh, a console manufacturer. They, they will drop a banger almost every generation. They'll be like, here's our new device. And you'll be like, oh, that looks dumb. Like, I thought the Wii was going to be stupid. <laughs> I saw it. It's Codename code Revolution. I was in the desert when they were talking about Codename Revolution. And they showed a controller and they showed a the console. And I was like, oh, man, I don't what want that. This? Yeah. Like, I wanted like a, an Ultra NES or give mm-hmm. me a Nintendo 128. Like, give me something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saw right. that and I was like, nah, it's going to be whack. I played the hell out of my Wii. Yeah. Like, like when I got home, man, Wii bowling was a, a, almost a nightly uh, occasion. Mm. They just know, they, they know what they're doing. But like, every now and then they drop something that's not quite that great, but we'll still romanticize about it later on. Like the N64, like when it came out, it was not that great of a console. I had mm-hmm. I had the Mario sixty four and I had the the Ocarina of Time like two two of my my favorites, but yeah like Blast Corps and Pilot Wings and a bunch of other ones were just like man of oh, Star Fox sixty four um but it, it never it never was like my PS two I could probably name off thirty games but my N sixty four maybe ten max that that I cared about yeah yeah I feel like that's how Nintendo's been for like the I don't know the whole most of the whole gen, you know, all the many of the generations, maybe before, like after the Super Nintendo, once once it started yeah. getting into like the GameCube and then to the N sixty four and stuff like that, I think uh, uh, it started just having um, like just a certain like number like like ten games that are just must have games like the Zelda games right. and Mario games that and the other ones are kind of like eh. like I remember I actually had that Blast Corps for N sixty four and I remember playing that one right. I was like I, I enjoyed it but it was like eh, this is kind of like I'm kind of done with it. I played it for a little bit and then kind of put right. it aside. But um, I'm right. saying you, Star brought Fox, up, Star you brought Fox, the, you get through it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you brought up the GameCube, right? Remember the game yeah. when the GameCube was dropping? You, everybody saw the, the purple, the purple cube with the handle on the back. You're like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah, then, like, what you doing? But I could probably name off like five or six games that I that I got for that I care about. But again, wasn't pro prolific. You know what I mean? Like that's the same generation as what was that? Uh, PS2 or PS3? Can't remember. Mm-hmm. I think it was PS. I think it was the two. Three. That has to be two. two. I think it's too because that was assuming. like that was like early two thousands, right? Yeah. Game and, and Nintendo doesn't and they don't drop consoles in generation cycles. Like they just do whatever they want to do. <laughs> so you can't even remember. Like when did this console come out? Like it overlap like so, several different generations because Nintendo will drop a console when they feel like it, and they will drop uh, their games on that console, and I'll sell everything else. Like so, they don't care about third parties. Like because we're going to sell one billion uh, uh, Breath of the Wild twos when it when I when it finally comes out or whatever the next Mario is, um, never really had those issues. But I think the other console manufacturers are playing the we don't want to be just in a box anymore. So like we talked about uh, Microsoft uh, for the past couple episodes with the Bethesda acquisition and now the Blizzard Activision King acquisition, but then um, immediately after. Um, which we didn't talk about was uh, Sony acquiring Bungie. So Sony bought Bungie for was it like three point six billion, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and then like turned around immediately and said like Destiny will not be console exclusive. We will continue to sell it on all platforms. Like so they're they're yeah. investing in be able to uh, be anywhere that they want to be. Like because now they're they're starting to, like you have your God of Wars and your Horizon Zero Dawns on PC. And yeah, they're not day and date yet, like like Microsoft. But I think that's what they're trying to get to. And I think they're going to start playing the longer subscription game, uh, just like Microsoft is heavily invested in with their $68 billion acquisition they just made. So I think that's the future in the next five, 10 years. Like you'll be playing, uh, what is it? Spartacus or whatever is uh, the code name for their subscription service. You'll be able to play your Sony games on your PC or... Um, handheld or something like that just like microsoft's doing with mm-hmm. uh uh their x cloud and their day and date game pass games and what have you uh, i don't know if sony will drop a god of war on their subscription uh day day and date i don't think that's going to be a thing because they know people will pay 70 dollars for the next god of war um i don't think microsoft cares they're like yeah you get this halo day day and date as long as you continue to pay us whatever game pass subscription will be in the future, because I'm sure it's going to go up in price um, at some point. But I don't think they're invested in just their boxes. Like their boxes are going to be uh, just another means to play their games because um, they, they want that subscription uh, more more than anything else. And I just don't think Nintendo's there. Like I pay th- Nintendo $3 a month for access to a handful of not the best of their catalog. Like they're giving me like really bad versions of Star Fox 64. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just don't think they they care yet, and I don't know if they ever will. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know if that's Nintendo's Nintendo's game plan. They're like, no, we'll just sell you whatever we create in the future. Like, God knows what Nintendo will make, but it will be something. I'm like, yes, hot. <laughs> they like, oh, they yeah. put a handle on it. I, I like that. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I can carry it everywhere. <laughs> I can carry it everywhere. You like very small incremental things, but you be like, oh man, it's hot. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like, like, I don't know. And I used to be the biggest, like, I'm still, you know, a fan of Nintendo, but um, used to be like the biggest Nintendo fan back in the heyday, back in the Super Nintendo, N64, like, 
you know, I think I told you guys before about I used to get on the forums and be arguing how how good Nintendo is, better, better, how much better it is than a uh, PlayStation. Like, oh, you know, hey, PlayStation sucks, you know, Nintendo forever type <laughs> type stuff <laughs> back in the heyday. But uh, but nonetheless, it's like uh, I, I kind of question Nintendo's strategy overall, like the long game. And I'm wondering, like, uh, just like you talk about, even like the online service, because everything's going online, and people want to be able to like. Um, socialize with their friends and be able to play games together and like yeah. um you know and you can't have all these like uh first person games like only be focused on first person games that like you just play by yourself and that that they have long like development times and takes like three four or five years for like you know a next like zelda or a big mario game to come out or whatever because uh, it takes all that time to, to actually put this stuff together um where you can have like you know, you can have a bunch of like Call of Duty type games. You can have all these different like uh, multiplayer online experiences, and um, and even like their online, like you said, the Switch Online. It has like yeah. the Super Nintendo games, some N64 games you can you can play on your Switch. Um, but it just seems like it's not really to me right now. It's not really worth it. Um, no. And my my Switch it really it really game. isn't. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. Switch isn't really getting much love, so it's like oh, I I, uh, I kind of think about it in the future, like how much. You know how excited am, am I going to be about the next console that comes out from Nintendo and the the games that are available for it? Uh, you know, I'm sure I'll get it, but it, I'm I'm wondering like overall like the community if they start kind of like wavering a little bit after they see like Sony and Nintendo, I mean Mario, uh, Microsoft like have all these publishers that I need them and Microsoft releasing like day one games of like you know all their biggest hits and you know uh, same but you know Sony's coming out with their own Spartacus thing and yeah, uh, I was curious. About I think the future I, for Nintendo. I, I, so it won't be this generation because like they again they're selling like hotcakes right like right, they, right. they can do no wrong um i think it'll take a back-to-back -back generation quote-unquote failure for nintendo to, to switch gears and be like you know what i'm going to build a more robust console to try to capture some of this because they they took a hit with the um the gamecube they took a hit with the uh the wii u and then they just every generation after that they just bounce back with something like oh you know like the switch yeah like hearing about the switch, the rumors about the switch, I was like, that's that's not what they're gonna do. Like that's impossible. Like it's a handheld in a console. I was like, Nintendo mm -hmm. can't do that. And then they came out with it. I was like, oh man, it's hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh I probably I probably play it more as a handheld than I play as a console when I do play it. Um but um like this generation, they they're they're cash rich. So uh, like because I I want I want them to to build a uh a console that is powerful like i want to play like you see these um these these fan-made uh like zelda ports like the ocarina of time and unreal oh, engine right. four or five you're just mm -hmm. like i, I wish yeah. they would do that right but they never do <laughs> yeah never everything's do. always yeah yeah every generation has been that way too they don't really care about like the most powerful console they just want to have like yeah. you know have the games playable so what what I would be, Shannon. yeah, yeah what, what I would be no no you're good man what what I would be curious about what though is are we the target audience right so like even though we grew up with Nintendo right, right. like we had a Nintendo system and whatnot like are we still the target audience going forward um, mm -hmm. you know what I mean because there's there's gonna come a time where you know like we may not have the time to buy the buy and play the consoles right like as we get older there are other things that are gonna take priority like. Right. I don't know if they are marketing towards a younger audience or whatever. So like my son, my youngest son has a switch, but when I think about it, he doesn't have any, um, 
specifically Nintendo games, right? Like he likes Pokemon, right? So he has a Pokemon right. game he's putting time into, you know what I mean? But he's not playing anything Mario, Luigi, you know, Princess, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Zelda or something. Zelda, Peach. Zelda, yeah. yeah, Peach is right, right. Peach, yeah. Um, um, But yeah, he's not, he's not playing any of that, even though he has the Switch, you know what I mean? So I'm, I, I don't right. know. I don't know how they're going to going to stay afloat five ten years from now. You know what I mean? Because five ten years from now, like I'm, I'm thinking, I'm gonna have grandchildren over at the house that are probably gonna be. Born. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. It's just yeah. I, I don't know. I think, but I but I think that's just it though. Like you said, I don't think that it's it's not the demographic isn't specifically us. They are targeting a, a, a younger generation, but they capture us off nostalgia. So like. Uh, I bought my Switch for the kids and I immediately start playing it more than the kids ever did. Um, Cause your, your cards and stuff like that. Like we, we play a little bit of Mario Kart, play a little bit of Mario Party. But when it came to um, uh, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, and all, like they didn't play, they didn't play those games. Like they only played the party games. That's all they ever played with me. So, so um, and, 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 and that's the thing, right? So like for, for me, like in my household, I don't have cable. Right. And a lot of people are cutting the cord on cable. Right. So when they do their advertisements, my children are not seeing these these advertisements that may be coming on TV for Nintendo to sell whatever it is. Right. Uh, Maybe they're doing it on YouTube. But even then, they're not on YouTube like that either. Right. Like they can only watch certain things on YouTube and those advertisements. I don't don't think it's really Nintendo based. So how are they even getting it into where my children because I've never had my son come up to me and be like, hey, who's Mario and Luigi and you know, all these people, he's never come up and said that. So right. I'm curious if, if more people are going to start cutting the cords, you know, for cable, they're not seeing all these advertisements that Nintendo may be investing in to get these people into their, their, uh, their, uh, their world. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah. The eco ecosystem. Or ecosystem. Whatever. There you go. That's yeah. the word for it. Yeah. Their ecosystem. Man, I don't know. Well, so you, you know that they're coming to uh, universal. So they're already building, um, out um, like a, a Nintendo Zone or Nintendo Land or whatever, so I, th- I think they kind of know that, like they, because they they oh, like, if you are a adult, you know who Mario is, like he's like the most iconic character ever, but maybe it is starting to slip, and that's why they're starting to stick themselves into like there's a Mario movie coming out, right, uh, made by Illumination, okay. so the the people who did um uh the Despicable Me movies. Yeah, 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 yep. So Despicable Me, like, so the same studio, and they're they having uh, Mario voiced by Chris Pratt, uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong voiced by Seth Rogen. Like, they have a lot of big stars. Uh, Princess Peach was the, I think it's the the lady from um, Queen's Gambit. I think she's gonna be playing Princess Peach. I can't remember, Gambit but yeah. yeah. So um, I, I never know anybody's name. I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> um, I think that they're starting to figure out that maybe to target the demographic which is our younger people that they need to start putting themselves in different media and that's what they're doing so like that mario movie is probably gonna be a banger like <laughs> I'm, the, I'm gonna go see it it's, yeah. it's off the off the rip right um and then whenever i go to universal they've got mario land like i, I went to fast and furious and i don't even like those movies <laughs> i still went on that attraction you best believe yeah. i'm going to nintendo land that's that's, yeah. that's a must and and then you take your kids and your kids are in, in, indoctrinated into uh into Nintendo's, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like, I forget, they, they estimated how much uh, Mario was worth and it was something ridiculous. Like it's one of the mm-hmm. most, 
if it would ever be sold, it would it would cost more than some some companies, <laughs> just just off that. just Mario IP alone. Uh, so I think that they're starting to figure it out. Um, I don't know if they'll ever make a console I want though. Like I, I literally want them to come out with something that's just a beast of a machine. Call it like right. like like the Ultra NES. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it just it just be like the most flagrant like like this is all about the graphics and power like the zelda is the most robust uh open world you know what i mean like it's like skyrim with uh you know what i mean with zelda characters but they're just never going to do that they're just like yeah. man <laughs> yeah and they try to i think they try to set themselves apart from the competition too so they're like yeah. they're trying to avoid the whole console like power war whatever you want to call it right, uh, right. but it's that's I, I agree with you though i i would like to see that i would like to see like the most like Nintendo come out with a system that's more powerful than the rest, at least for that generation. And obviously the next generation yeah. can come out and for the, the counteract that. But I'd like to see Nintendo just come out with one one powerful console that's like, this is capable of the Unreal Engine Zelda that we've seen like right. people put together. <laughs> they just never bite. They just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. We can make it look, we make a cartoony version of Zelda and it'll, it'll sell this fine. <laughs> yeah. And it's very true. I think they also were going to have a Netflix show, right? There's going to—I don't know if it's still in the works or got canceled, but there was going to be a Zelda Netflix show. Um, so they're that, they're yeah. they're branching out. They they're branching out. I don't think that deal ever got cemented, though. Netflix is probably like, hey, we need some 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 Witcher nudity, <laughs> some blood. <laughs> I was like, we know we don't do that. You know right. we don't do that. Get, matter of fact, this meeting's over. <laughs> and just storm out. Get out my office. Yeah. <laughs> just storm out of the meeting. Um, but I think they'll be fine. Uh, but we'll see yeah. like if they have like because they've they've dropped some flops, but I, I still bought them, right? I was there for the the uh Wii U. I was there the day it dropped. I already had my pre-order. I walk in, there's just a table we use. I was just like, there's no one there, there's no line. Blew my mind. It is coming off the, the Wii, right? The Wii, I didn't get a Wii for weeks. I had to finally um I walked into a Fred Meyer because I, I lived in Alaska. I walked to a Fred Meyer and there was one on the shelf like a year after it dropped and I mm. walked over to it could in disbelief and picked it up and was like <laughs> and my wife looked at each other like, like it's off the shelf right so they they just don't have those issues like every other generation like they're 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 the the it product mm. um so I guess we'll, we'll see but yeah like with the other console manufacturers though we can you can see now like Microsoft was like we're going we're going this route by any means necessary, anybody we got to purchase will do it. And now Sony, like, because people were like, "Oh, so uh, Microsoft did this, so Sony did that." Like these 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 acquisitions are years in the making, right? So they didn't they didn't go two weeks later and be like, "You know what? You bought uh, uh, Blizzard. We're gonna buy Destiny. We're gonna buy Bungie <laughs> <laughs> to right. spite you." Like, no, that's not the way these things work. That was, yeah, that took time. To set up and then to, for them to uh, turn around immediately and be like, no, nah, Destiny's on everything. Because they're like, we see we need to make money in other places. Like, we don't make PCs. Well, I, I think, doesn't Sony make PCs? Sony BIOS? Or does that no longer a thing? They made PCs at one point. But like, we don't manufacture these things, but we need to get our products on it. Like, God of War on Steam, I forget the, the stats, but it was selling like hotcakes. People want to play God of War. They just don't necessarily want to buy a PS5. But we'll play it if it's somewhere else. Um, so they, they all get it. They all get like, we need to branch out. We, our catalog needs to be everywhere, uh, that we can get it. Um, and Nintendo's is going to do what Nintendo do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I think uh, two quick points on that. Like for one, I, I'm curious how, uh, um, I'm curious to see how far uh, Sony goes into importing stuff to PC. Um, Cause I know yeah. that, you know, that may be like, that's one of the biggest things with PS5 is like, oh, we have all these exclusives. You can only play them on PS5 and start, if they start releasing exclusives on PC, like the God of Wars and The Last of Us and uh, the Uncharted yeah. or whatever, uh, the Horizons. Uh, if that's going to start affecting like you know those kind of like console like um battles i'd, I'd say because people I know, xbox people sometimes people say on xbox oh i can play those games on pc i already have like a strong pc so i can play all the halos and yeah. the, um, gears of war and all that kind of stuff so i wonder if the same thing kind of happened on the playstation but um quick yeah. second i don't point. think they, i don't think they can oh, yeah. cannibalize each other but i was gonna say just just uh before you go to the second point i don't think they cannibalize each other though and i i feel microsoft would cannibalize more with Game Pass than Sony would by just releasing uh, uh, games on PC only because uh, like I don't have a PC. I, I don't have any intent in buying a PC, but I do have a PS5. I don't think those two yeah. audiences necessarily overlap all the time. Right. Like you build a powerful PC and you have a, a PS5. Um, so I think they're safe, but I think they're testing the waters. Like they dropped Horizon. They saw it sold very well. Uh, and this game was older, like two, three years old. And then they yeah. dropped a God of War. I think God of War is like two years old now. Mm-hmm. And it's selling like hotcakes. So I, I think that will coax them to be like, okay, we can share our catalog. It might not be day and date, but we can start to share our, our, our catalog. Plus, I, th- I think they need a shooter house, um, in my mm-hmm. opinion. That, that was the acquisition of Bungie. Like, yeah, we're going to still release Destiny everywhere. But when's the last time Sony had a, a, a banger um, shooter? They haven't really. Like Call of Duty sells more, um, but it doesn't compete with kill zone or resistance fall of man like those shooters i i enjoyed them but they weren't they weren't bangers they, they're not halos yeah but it's true that's true what was your second point i'm sorry I... oh no it's all good i was just gonna it's a small point but i was gonna mention that I, I think i heard something that people were kind of uh debating whether or not or not not so much debating but people were saying that sony kind of overpaid for bungie uh because of the um I forgot some of the, the main points of it, but um, uh, the $3.6 billion for Bungie uh, compared yeah. to like some other acquisitions from other companies, especially like, I guess back in the day when they, they I don't know, obviously, you know, it was a different time, but they they spent like, I don't know, 200 million or some some million on um, like one of the other studios that make like Last of Us or, or one of the other um, big names. Oh, but, uh, Naughty Dog, maybe? Yeah, maybe maybe it was like Naughty Dog, um, but I think it was it maybe it was like seven hundred million or something like that, or maybe like in that range. Um, and I'm trying to remember some of the the main points, but I, I read recently that they actually paid one point two billion just to keep certain developers on site or like employed with Bungie, so that they don't leave and like jump ship. I guess after they make the the acquisitions up to that effect, um, oh, so they have like okay, a gotcha. kind of a contract, like oh you guys got to stay here and keep keep developing games and. Uh, and don't like right. look for other jobs or something like that. So that in itself, 1.2 billion of that 3.6 billion was just for that. And then other two, 2.4 gotcha. or whatever was for like, that. But I think it was more for their pedigree than for uh, like, like Destiny sales, right? So people buy Destiny. It's not only uh, uh, that you pay full price for the game and then you pay for all the expansions it's not like a, a monthly subscription type thing it might it might flip to that in the future Who, who's to say but it's the pedigree like people people sleep on bungie but 
without Bungie, there'd be no Xbox console. Like originally they were developing Halo for the Mac. Microsoft stepped in like, no, nah, we want that for our, our console. And they made one of the first successful uh, first person shooters for a console. Like before then people played shooters on PCs exclusively. Uh, shooters on consoles sucked. You had, you had fun, so you, had your you had your golden yeah, eyes, right? but that was it. Like yeah. shooters were not where they are at today before Halo dropped. Like Halo changed the game for shooters on, on consoles. Uh, and then from there, you know, they developed more uh, uh, of your Halos and what have you. And then they, um, they were able to buy themselves out of their contract with Microsoft to become independent. And then they tried to team up with, I think it was Activision for um, uh, Destiny, but it didn't work out or it did worked out for a time period. And then Activision allowed them out of their contract and what have you. And Destiny still survived and thrived. Like they make really good shooters. So if you need if you need a shooter a house of shooters, and you're not uh, Bethesda, you know what I mean. Like if you need somebody outside of Bethesda, uh, and the id software, and like you know your Wolfenstein's, your uh, your Quakes, uh, those those type of games, you need somebody else who makes really good shooters. You you you're gonna go to Bungie. Bungie makes like Destiny just feels good. Even though I'm not a Destiny player, I like that. Like when I did play Destiny, Destiny just felt great. It's a mm -hmm. great shooter. So. Like, yeah, you might keep Destiny uh, out there on other consoles, but whatever they're formulated in-house for Sony will be a resurgence in Sony shooters, right? Like whatever that's gonna be, it's gonna be a banger of a shooter and it'll be exclusively for Sony who has not had an exclusive shooter since Killzone. Um, and that was PS4 was the last Killzone, uh, Shadowfall, and it did not sell that well. It was, I, I enjoyed it, I thought it was great. It looked amazing, but Gorilla moved on to make um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like they wanted to do something different. They don't want to do it's like it's shooters to just be shooters. They want to do open world games with robot dinosaurs and craziness. <laughs> yeah. So they don't have they don't have anybody to make those games anymore that is like great at it. So I, th I think it's a good acquisition on Sony's mm -hmm. part. And then they always have that Destiny money, right? Because it'll yeah. be sold everywhere. So, at and one one point I make on this, um, and I don't want to belabor it, belabor it too much, but it, the um, the uh, the thing with the Bungie acquisition that they they uh, it seems like Bungie making another point that they're going to continue making consoles, uh, making games on multiple consoles. Like they're not going to have exclusive ties to Sony. Like they they say they say a Destiny along with any like future uh, games. Uh, that they develop are going to be on multi-platform. Oh, okay. So like, I didn't know that. Trying, yeah, they actually, the, the, the Bungie president or CEO, whoever came out with a statement, make sure, I don't know, you made that clear. It, it almost seems like, um, and I bet you that's part of the reason maybe why Microsoft hadn't already purchased them because they're like, they still want to just be exclusive. They could, it's still the only benefit for Sony at the moment for them acquisition, you know, purchasing them is obviously the money from the selling the games as well as like they right. have that knowledge base of like you said the shooters and like uh the online like world like the um online service i think uh, sony came out with a statement saying that they plan on releasing 11 live game services and like in the next five ten years something like that five years mm -hmm. i think it was uh gotcha. similar to like you know the like destiny or like world of warcraft type stuff where you can play online with a bunch of people uh so I think they're trying to use that as a as a method to like help them uh, 
get into that field instead of just being known for their single player big game yeah. movie movie protection style games they want to be like oh we got the destiny we got like a i don't know we got an elder scroll we got like a whatever yeah uh that kind of game but i was gonna say they get the ip as well right so yeah but i think i think they get the ip so then they can make uh movies right yeah now true. they have the uncharted they, make- they have the uncharted they have um i don't think they're doing a god of war movie but they're doing something else from a franchise of theirs um but yeah now they can make a, a destiny movie like yeah that's a good point so maybe yeah. maybe they're just trying to all the all of their different umbrellas they're trying to put something on there. But that that I'm I'm shocked that they said that they will have no exclusives. That's uh, what they Sony. say, yeah. Like that's and, a big acquisition to not get anything just for yourself. And that, you know I and as, and this is just my opinion, but I think that's a big reason why maybe Microsoft because I feel like Microsoft could have easily bought them too. Like I I, I feel like they would have yeah. already talked them in the, in the back, but like hey, you know we you were with us before. Let's let's go in and like we reignite our like our, our business uh right uh, um, the, the, this partnership this partnership that we had before yeah, <laughs> yeah. instead of uh, letting sony buy them because i mean i know microsoft got the money they, they already spent seven seventy billion for uh, another company now they <laughs> yeah i know they got more in their bank for that that was just like the, right. what they felt like spending at the time <laughs> three 3.6 is a rounding error right like, yeah man, right <laughs> pocket change exactly. It's, pocket it's, it's, it's Hakeem's pocket money, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, the pocket money. <laughs> yeah, that's my pocket so money. I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess, but they, there's probably some resource sharing or something because, like, when Microsoft acquired Bethesda and ID and all that and that that deal, they were like, we're going to use tech from these other uh, companies and pull it into the Microsoft um, family. So, right. like, if you need, you know, like, oh, I need help uh, making. What was it? It was Rage. Rage had some kind of crazy physics on their characters that looked so lifelike, but that game was not good. Uh, but they can just pull that tech and put it in a different game, right? Um, they got to be getting something else that's exclusive, but maybe not. Maybe they're just like, you know what? We want to continue to make money, <laughs> and we we know this will continue to generate money, so we'll just pick it up. Because Call of Duty's not going to be exclusive. At least I don't believe so. Right. So Microsoft's just like, man, we just want it. That's <laughs> Right. Just wanted to be under our umbrella. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, because yeah, it's only because that that also happened in January, right? Or was that February acquisition? Because January was uh, uh, Blizzard, Activision, King. Was this also January, or did this happen in February? The Bungie uh, acquisition. Yeah. Like, did the news break this month, or was it last month? Either either way, there's so many more months this year. Yeah. <laughs> And they're already just dropping like huge megaton uh, news. Like, who's next? Right. Right. If you watch the documentary, there's an Xbox documentary. Um, I believe it's on uh, YouTube, and it may also be. Oh man, where is this? I can't remember where else it's at. But if you watch it, they talk about uh, Microsoft going to the table from Nintendo for acquisition back uh, when the Xbox was going to launch. They were like, "We want to buy you," and. Uh, they said they got laughed, literally laughed out of the room by Nintendo mm. executives. Like it was the funniest Dang. thing they had ever heard. Right. So who's to say what the future holds? <laughs> yeah. I could I can imagine that conversation. That'd been funny. Funny to be uh, yeah. like a fly on the wall. And now they yeah. come back and be like, yeah, we we putting a dent in what you're selling right now. Like we right. <laughs> right. It's true. 
Right. They got laughed out of the room. Uh, so it's a pretty good documentary. They're very, very forthcoming with how hard it was to get into the market. Like nobody wouldn't mess with Microsoft. They're like, yeah, yeah it's not going to work. And now look yeah. at them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that too. That was a good, good documentary. Yeah. And the uh, the head of uh, Bungie said, "We are we will continue to independently publish and uh, we will continue to independently publish and creative cre creatively, creatively develop our games. Uh, we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Our games will continue to be where our community is, wherever they choose to play." Um, and they basically say, "Like, hey, we're gonna, you know." Uh, we're actually going to make our games wherever we want to make them. It doesn't matter that Sony's going to acquire us. Uh, pretty much, it's just a, a way for Sony to make some more money off of uh, right. the games that they produce. But it seems like they're at the very moment. At the moment, it seems like they're still going to be like an independent like studio, uh, yeah. quote unquote, and to be able to make their yeah. games wherever they feel like it, uh, and not be restricted to Sony saying like, "Hey, you guys got to make the games only here," so that, right. that we draw the fans over to our console. Right. So it's got to be the IP then. Like they yeah. kind of drop a movie. Right? Yeah, that's right. Or something. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be because it, 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 something has to wet their whistle, right? Like, or, or maybe they know like there's another project that's as big or bigger than Destiny. And they're just like, yeah, we want that uh, under, like, not under their umbrella, but we want to uh, distribute it. Because even they're even saying they're going to publish their own stuff still, wherever they want to. Like, so Sony won't even necessarily be their publisher. So there's got to be something in there. It's, it's got to be media of some sort, like something. Or yeah, something to, yeah, you're right. It's got to be something that's really worth yeah. 3.6 billion. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, and that's what, you know, you can find them online. There's some articles out there about Sony potentially overpaying for it. But there's some people that think, you know, they overpaid based on what, you know, what they're going to get out of it. Uh, but Sony may have like right. a long game with this online services and all that kind of stuff. But I guess yeah. we'll we'll see what comes with because I don't think you know Destiny itself. I know it makes a lot of money, but it it probably doesn't. I don't think it drains. It makes that much money to to be worth like three point six billion at the moment. Um, and I'm a Destiny player, but I even I I kind of get bored of Destiny. I know they have a new like DLC coming out, and we talked about it before. But they're they're known for like releasing the DLCs, and they have like they have the seasons. You have to pay pretty much. It, you might as well be paying monthly. I know you say it doesn't. They don't charge monthly, but it's it's might as well be because you have might to pay well each season. Yeah, it might as well be subscription based because gotcha. you pretty much pay uh, every quarter at least for like the new the new season, which has like new content, new uh, new stuff you can get and loot and and raids and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. So it almost like forces you to buy it if you really want to be like not the person that's um, if you want to be one of the the cool kids and want to be part of the the group that actually has all the the gear, uh, you have to get the seasons unless you just want to be like gotcha. on the outskirts. So yeah. Got you. No, that's what's up though. Like it's yeah. it's gonna be a crazy year. Like people get like we won't see a lot of the the fruits of this until a couple of years down the line, right? Like Sony yeah. has like thirty nine studios or whatever. Or no, I'm sorry, Microsoft has like thirty nine studios or whatever. But a lot of those games won't drop until two three years from now. So, um, but it's a, a worthy investment. And then, like you said, we'll see what happens with Nintendo. But Nintendo gonna do what Nintendo's gonna do. So right. I'm they they got me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a simp i'm a simp for nintendo so right. <laughs> they got me i'm gonna I'm buy it whatever mm -hmm. it is um but no this, this is a great episode uh, i'm glad we are able to get the bungee stuff in there uh just in case something else breaks uh can't can't they can't acquire anybody else they gotta take a break <laughs> <laughs> right. they gotta stop buying people right. but um 
but uh yeah uh uh, if you're out there still listening, uh, definitely tune in throughout the uh, the week. Like I said, Monday, Tuesday are topics. Wednesday discussion. Uh, Thursday we do have Ask SSP. Um, so that would have been yesterday's episode, depending on what order you listen to this. And um, uh, we look forward to pushing out content every week. Uh, so definitely continue to tune in. Hit up the website www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. Get to our social medias. Give me up personally. I'm at Ryry Security Guy. That's R Y R Y Security Guy on Clubhouse, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.